If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. And welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the voice of God, the tan man himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Thank you, Patty. Juice to talk a little U.S. Open with you. Uh, I'm interested to see what kind of picks you got, so juice to be on here today. Oh, you know me. I've got plenty. Uh, also joining us, the other voiceless, or not voiceless, faceless wonder, Tyler, Tyler, welcome in. Thank you, sir. Still waiting on getting that PC. Uh, got a Christmas tree in the way that I'm waiting for the previous tenant to move before <laughs> I bring it over. So we're still waiting on that. So till then, probably going to be faceless. We're, we're in a holding pattern until then. Yes, sir. Hopefully that happens before I have my kid. Yeah, otherwise I'll just have to go over there. I've got a key to the old house again, so I can go over there. I just, I was mid-workout. Didn't didn't want to run over there today. Hey, I I understand. I get it. Um, let's jump right into it. Diz teased it a little bit at the beginning of the U.S. Open. Um, that is happening this weekend. Starts tomorrow. Uh, this year's U.S. Open is being played at Brookline Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. It's also known as The Country Club. Pretty sick nickname. How how does how does one become the country club? Yeah, I don't know. Pretty sounds like it's like top of the line if it's just the country club. Right. I love I love the nickname. Yeah. Pretty creative. <laughs> um, this is actually the first time since 1988 that the U.S. Open is being played here. Um, and for those that are wondering, world famous golfer Curtis Strange won it that year. Um, hey, I believe this was, you may go on to say this, but I believe this was the course where uh, the early 1900s U.S. Open was that uh, Francis we met won. He was like the only amateur to win the U.S. Open or something. There's a there's a movie about it. Is, is that, were you, did you know that, Penny? I did not. That was not listed in my notes. It's called, uh, shit, what's the movie called? Oh, it's uh, Greatest Game Ever Played. Have you guys seen that with Shia LaBeouf? Arguably his best performance. That's highly debatable, but I do en- <laughs> I do enjoy the movie. I do enjoy the movie. But, yeah, that was on this course. That's all I knew. So go back to your facts, Patty. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, so only the top 60 golfers make the cut of a, out of a field of around 150. So after Friday, two-thirds of this field will get cut. Um. This course features small greens. Um, in fact, it is the second smallest greens among U- current U.S. Open sites, second only to Pebble Beach. And like always, the rough will be thick and nasty. So things I'm looking at this weekend, uh, driving accuracy, greens and regulations, and scrambling. Diz, I know... Absolutely. I was just going to say scrambling is going to be huge. Yeah. A lot of good shots are going to turn into just holes that approach shots that should turn into birdies are going to roll off the greens. Greens are lightning and they're tiny. So ball striking is something I'm looking at for sure when I'm placing these outright bets. 
but also the ability to go up and down and save par after a good shot even that rolls off the green. So scrambling was the number one thing I was looking at, but also uh, str- strokes gained on approach shots was the second thing I looked at. Absolutely. Um, Diz, I think most of my bets related to the U.S. Open are um, in my dumbest dummy bets, but um, I do have a few here that aren't a part of my dumbest dummy bets, but I'm going to throw your way. Yeah. Um, I got to get to them. Okay, here we go. So the first one is Max Homa to miss the cut at plus 184. Like I said, Diz, two-thirds of the field gets cut after Friday, right? Why is the value that high? It seems too good to be true. I know Max Homa's been playing pretty well, but when two-thirds of the field gets cut, why is why why is Max Homa that good of value? Uh, if you actually look at the value of people to miss the cut most of them are at plus value so should we just take a bunch of people to miss the cut i mean i don't hate it but that's because i'm a realist when it comes to like sports betting yeah Um, that's kind of not a fun way to play but um and the reason i went with max homa to miss the cut is because he's been in two u.s opens before and he's gotten cut both times i know he's in pretty good form like you said but at plus 184 for someone that hasn't made a U.S. Open cut, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, that's a good call. I may ride that with you. And then another one that I like even more, Corey Connors to miss the cut at plus 192. Same situation, but he's been in three U.S. Opens, and he hasn't made the cut in three U.S. Opens. A couple little tidbits there to help you guys maybe uh, find some value and uh, be a terrible person but hope for someone to play poorly. I love that. I love that. Especially with the U.S. Open, too. I mean, U.S. Open is normally the highest scoring winning major, right? So I, I don't – this course specifically, we haven't had a U.S. Open here in a long time, and I don't know how much different the course is, but you got to imagine, like, the cut, the cut line is going to be pretty far over par. Yeah. Like, the, 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 the leader after Friday usually in the U.S. Open is, like, close to even, right? So there's probably a bunch of guys – within the cut line, a lot of these guys are probably a coin toss, even if they play well. Yeah. Just because the course is so intense. I could see like, I could see the cut line being like seven or eight over par. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I was going to look at, uh, I wanted to take Phil Mickelson to miss the cut. His value to miss the cut is a minus three ten. What is it to make the cut? Uh, See where's our boy Phil at? Plus two hundred. Wow. Is that just because he's the villain and Vegas does? Vegas just knows everyone wants him to miss the cut. Well, if you think about it, so when first off, Phil hasn't played on the PGA Tour since like like a long, long time ago. Um, he played in the LIV tour tournament last weekend, which I think was his first time playing in like months. And he finished a three round tournament at plus 10 over, like a 10 over. Um, wow. So I think that's a pretty, uh, telling tale. And I think with a lot of the controversy, controversy surrounding him, I think it's just uh, too much for him. But there's, there's certainly some value. I mean, 
He's he's one of one, two, three. He's one of four players that have a positive value to make the cut. So I'm taking him to win pit. Now that is plus some... twenty two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Worth the sprinkle. If anyone gives you those odds, you have to take it, right, Tyler? Yeah, I mean I'll t- I'll take two hundred twenty dollars. Hey, there you go. Um, but Diz, do you have any bets that aren't your dumbest dummy bets you would like to share with the people? Yeah, one one thing here. Will Zalatoris, he's played in eight majors, and he's top ten in five of them, which is insane. The only other human being to have five or more in his first eight is someone by the name of Tiger Woods. I think you guys might have heard of him. Um, his value to be top ten here, Patty, is like plus 190. Is yep. that correct? Correct. So I'm going to ride that. I, it's not going to be a dumbest dummy for me. Um, I have another dumbest dummy I like even more. But um, I really like Zalator's top 10 because I feel like in all these majors, I'm rooting for him to win. Um, and he, he never quite gets it done. But five top 10s in your first eight majors is pretty solid. I'd love to be rooting for him. Even if I know he's not going to win, I may be able to cash if he's in contention on Sunday. So I love Zalator's top 10. And then Rory McIlroy, 10 to 1 outright. I think he just could be like the storybook. Like he's the PGA Tour superhero. Um, He just steps up in this moment. He's kind of the face of the PGA Tour. And this moment of disunion in golf, you know, maybe he just needed something. Maybe he just needed something to kind of take over and be the hero and, and, and be the guy for the PGA Tour. And his proximity to the hole and his ball striking and approach last week was insane um i don't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head but he was by far closest proximity to the hole in his approach shots last week up in canada so like you said patty with the small greens I, i'm i'm liking rory to win it outright and 10 to one's pretty good value if you ask me i like it um all righty um so, I, like I said, I have a lot more bets, but they're my dumbest dummy bets. They'll be coming later on in the show, so we're not done with the U.S. Open yet. Just uh, put a pause in that for now. Let's head over to the ice, the NHL playoffs, the final start tonight. Game one, Avalanche versus Lightning tonight in Colorado. Uh, the Lightning are getting Braden Point back, which is big for them. Uh, Avalanche are getting their normal starting goalkeeper, Darcy Kemper, back. Um Diz, any any thoughts on uh, game one tonight? Guess not. Uh, I will say, Diz Diz has told us this before, if we ever lose him during an episode, it may be because his boss is calling him. So we'll just assume that was the case. Um, I am actually leaning the avalanche here in game one. I took uh, before the... Like before the series even started, I took Avalanche to win Game One, Lightning to win the series. Um, I know the Avalanche have been off for a few weeks now, um, so maybe it takes them a while to get their uh, legs underneath them a little bit. So maybe I could see where you could argue the Lightning, but uh, I'm leaning the Avalanche. I mean, haven't the Lightning normally like gotten off to a slow start and come back anyways? That is correct. That. In two of the three series so far this postseason, that has been the case. And then the other one where uh, that didn't happen, the Lightning actually swept. So um, I, I 
I agree with you. And I, they're a little bit more like older, more seasoned, more veterans. So uh, yeah. they might need a little bit more time to recover. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm with you. I, I think uh, tonight's going to go the avalanche way, especially at home in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I'm with you there. I'll ride with you, Pat. Bet together, win together. Hell yeah. All righty, let's go to the hardwood, Tyler. Uh, game six is tomorrow in Boston. Uh, Tyler, that was a tough loss on Monday. The uh, past two games have not been fun for me to watch. Yeah. I'll see this. <laughs> no, that was a tough one. I mean, they came back just enough to hurt my feelings. Yep. Not the best. So, I mean, it happens. We'll see what goes on. I'm not... I'm I'm not super hopeful. I think that last one was kind of like you know, the... it just sucked all the it sucked all the wind out of them. At least it sucked all the wind out of me. Yeah, it's been I'm... a it's been a tough series to watch as a Celtics fan. Like it's you know it makes me very anxious watching these games. You never know what team you're going to see from the Celtics at this point. Yeah. So I mean. I don't have much faith in them this time. I see, you know, I'm seeing Warriors at plus money. I'm pounding that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning that way too. Um, Steph only had 16 points and missed every three he took in that last game, and uh, you guys still lost by 10 points. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just unfortunate. It really is. Um, I mean, you cannot turn the ball over 20 times in a game like they've been doing. Yeah, and. What Tatum again only scored like what five points in the fourth quarter or something? Yeah, they're not doing so hot. I don't know what their deal is. Yeah, but um, I I do have a sneaking suspicion that this will go seven. Um, just a combination of the NBA wanting it to go seven, the referees wanting it to go seven. You know, kind of that thing. Conspiracy theory talk wise, but uh, I I do worry that. Uh, the Warriors might end up winning this one in a runaway. I hope not, but you never know what's going to happen. If we can get it to seven, then we can have hope. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, this series scares me. I don't know what the plan is for the Celtics. I'm just kind of, I think the Warriors got this one in six. Yep. Yeah, might we might as a group best bet we might want to look at taking the Warriors money line. Yeah, I mean, I like it. What is it like plus one forty right now? Uh, let me see. Do, do, do. Plus one forty two. Ooh, look at that! Getting that extra two two dollar. I think I took it earlier. Yeah, I got plus one thirty six. So I might might need to double down here. I don't hate it. Sorry, Welcome Patty. I am back. I had a coworker call me. I ah, apologize. What wasn't the uh, boss? I said I boss. thought it was the boss, but it, it was a coworker, so I was kind of in the in the realm of things. It was a coworker that I, I'm I'm linking up with tomorrow, so I had to take the call. I apologize. It's fine. We get it. You know, you're a busy man. Work comes first. We get it. Hey, unfortunately, gambling's just a hobby right now, but hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes. Yeah. Uh, Dis, did you have a thought on the NHL playoff game one tonight? I stayed away. 
I'm I was thinking about the over, but I'm hesitant just because the uh, Rangers Lightning Vasilevsky is on another level, and and I just I don't know how to feel about the Lightning game one. Yep. yep. Um. So I'm gonna stay away, but I still like Lightning to win the series at plus value. Yep. But game one, I'm just gonna watch. Yep. Me and Tyler were kind of leading Avalanche, but. Uh... Well, it's not good value, right? I mean, whether minus one thirty or something. Oh, it's it down all the way that far? Minus one fifty four. Okay. Yeah, I just don't know if the value's there for that. I, I I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm with it. Um, all right, gentlemen, let's talk about our dumbest dummy picks for Monday. Um, I went zero and one. Uh, Diz, I believe you went zero and one. Uh, yes. Oh and one, and then one that hasn't uh, one that was the future lightning to win the series. Uh, Reds ended up winning that game late. Um, should have stuck to the first five betting, but it is what it is. We keep it moving. We're still positive, I believe. Yes, and uh, Tyler, I believe you went zero and two. The boosts were not kind to us on Monday. Yeah, sure did. So as uh, to. Recap the results. I am up 0.68 units. Diz is up 3.65 units. And Tyler is up 6.7 units. So we're all positive. That's always a good thing. Um, But I have one, two, three, four uh, dumbest dummy bets. And all of them are pretty lengthy uh, explanations. I don't know if you guys want to go ahead and jump in with yours. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, I have a same-game NHL parlay tonight for game one. Uh, it's a risk-free bet on DraftKings promo, so I'm doing it. But I'm gonna, I'm, it's, it's not juicy at all. You guys are probably going to laugh at me. Um, <laughs> but I'm hesitant with never. the goal score. So I got, a, I got an alternate total on the over at 4.5. I got the alternate line at Tampa Bay plus 3.5. And then over two and a half total goals for the Lightning. That one's kind of scaring me. Um, but in general, all three legs minus 115. It is a risk-free parlay. So you'd think, like, why don't why not throw some cheddar? But uh, I'm just hoping to I'm hoping to make some money there. So that's that's my uh, same gamer. And then I got one. It's U.S. Open. Brooks Kepka top twenty at plus one sixty. Wow! I couldn't believe I couldn't believe Brooks's value. I mean, it's it's major Brooks season, and um, he's fifty five to one to win the whole thing. So I may throw a buck or two on that in Patty Parlay's fashion, just because it, it, Brooks kept going a major. He he could be the best golfer out there this week. I know he hasn't been hot recently, but could not believe he was plus one sixty to come top twenty. So uh, riding that. And uh, my NHL same gamer for uh, tonight. Nice, love it, uh, Tyler. What kind of boosts are we looking at for tonight? Uh, we got four of them tonight. Got Clay Thompson to score. Or I guess four of them today. Only one plays tonight. The rest are tomorrow. Okay. So it starts off NBA. Clay Thompson to score ten plus points in any quarter of the game. At uh, plus 230, boosted from plus 170. So, pretty nice odds there. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we got the Ringer Super Boost, Rory McElroy, Billy Z, and Tony Finau all to make the cut. Uh, at plus 110, boosted from minus 125. Then we 
sticking in the golf. We got Justin Thomas and John Rahm to win their round one three balls. Ties lose. And that is plus 400 boosted from plus 280. And then NHL, we got, I'm going to be pat here and nail these uh, pronunciations. We got Vasilevsky, 25 Mm -hmm. plus saves. Kucherov, three plus shots on goal. And McKinnon, one plus points in game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. And that is plus 170 boosted from plus 120. Nailed all of those pronunciations. I was going to say, that, that was not Patty Parlay's fashion. Patty Parlay's fashion, you would have butchered him. So, oh, good, there we go. Good on you. All and right, that's gentlemen. That's all I got. Uh, time for me to go on a little bit of a rant here. So, that's why I saved mine for last, because I got a few of these that I'm like, I'm ready for it. Ooh. This first one, I'm going against Tyler's boost in one... Sort of. There's, there is a small possibility that both of these could hit. But I'm going Clay Thompson under 16.5 points uh, tomorrow at plus 230. Um, this is an alternate point under. It's actually his max under when it comes to points. Now, I was uh, talking with my guy Paul about this. Shout out, Paul. But everyone is talking about Game 6 Clay. Right? I'm sure you guys have heard of the term Game 6 Clay. Tyler especially. Yep. This is because back in 2016 playoffs in the conference finals, not even the NBA finals, the conference finals, he went 11 of 17 from three and scored 41 points in that game to help them win and move on to the NBA finals. His average points per game in Game 5s is actually higher than his Game 6 numbers. And he had his best ever game in a playoffs in game six. So that means his game six numbers are even worse than that because one of those has skewed his numbers significantly. So I, if I could have, I would have actually bet him to score less than 10 points. I told Paul that he isn't scoring double digits. Um, this clay that we've seen isn't the same clay we're used to uh, as far as like previous seasons go. Um, people thought game three, he was going to go off. Everyone and their mom was on his over. I was on his under and it cashed when everyone zigs, Patty parlays, zags, give me clay Thompson under 16 and a half points for game six. Wow. Yeah. And, and it, that's, that's why that boost is like totally tailored towards like all the popular things like the, you know, the hype if you will, having, say, Clay Thompson will score 10-plus points in one quarter. Uh, that's because everyone thinks Clay is this some godly figure in game sixes, um, and I just don't see it. Uh, he did score 30 against the, war- or the Grizzlies game six. That changes your mind at all? No. Um, my next... Uh, dumbest dumb bet. I'm going John Rom to win the U.S. Open at plus 1500. Um, for me, he checks all the boxes I was looking for. So he he's first on the PGA in strokes gained off the tee. Um, he is fourth in strokes gained tee to green, and then he is first in the PGA in GER percentage. And then plus, I just think he is due. 
you know, John Rahm, a couple years back, he was winning every tournament. He was always there in the majors. He hasn't really been to that level of late. His putting has really let him down, but I think this is, I think we're due for a uh, John Rahm win and getting him at 15 to one seems like a gift. And then my next one here, I'm going Xander Shoffley to finish top 10 at plus 150. Um, he has played in the U.S. Open five times in his career. Diz, do you know what his lowest finish was? Uh, I'm going to guess 30th. Seventh. In five... Huh? Say that one more time. That's his worst finish or his best? His worst finish in a U.S. Open is seventh. Excuse me? He is five for five finishing in the top ten in U.S. Opens. Dear Lord. Now I can get him to finish in top ten at plus money. Why would I not take that? Yeah, I'm taking that. Now, this also shoehorns in the FanDuel promo. So on FanDuel, if you opt in, you can choose someone to win the U.S. Open with a $25 bet. And if your guy does not win but finishes top 10, you get your money back in free bets. So I'm taking Xander Shoffley for that FanDuel promo. Now, like I said, I think Rom will win. I think Xander has a chance to win. But with Rom, you're getting feast or famine. With Xander, I'm fairly confident I'm getting a top 10 finish. So I'm going Xander Shoffley to uh, finish top 10. And then... I told you, Diz, I was getting into my three balls pairings. I'm going Shane Lowry to win his three ball group on Thursday at plus 110. Um, he has paired up with Phil Mickelson. We've already kind of talked about it. I think he will struggle. And then Louis Uisthuizen. Um They are both LIV golf members who played last week, so there's a bit of a cloud surrounding them. Um, neither of them played particularly well last week. I, Louis played obviously better than Phil did. But uh, they were also in London last weekend. Now they have to travel back to the U.S. to play in this U.S. Open. Um, I think there will be just, like I said, a ton of distraction. And, you know, I'm a good, I'm a sucker for uh, Shane Lowry. So I'm going Shane Lowry to win his three-ball group uh, at plus 110. That's all I got That's for you, boys. That's a lot. Yeah. Right. I, t- I told That's you. All I've got. I told okay. you. I was. I was going. I was going in. I was. I was deep in it today, and so I. I told you. I was going in. There you go. Good for you. <laughs> look, look at us. All right. Look at us. Let's go to group best bets. We went one and two on Monday, so as a group, we were up two point one nine units. I think yeah. the one that we can agree on would be Warriors money line in Game Six. Yeah, so that's plus one forty-two. Um, I don't think we're going to touch the NHL, so that means that leaves. Well, we could do um, someone to miss or make the cut. Well, no, because that yes, won't be done by Friday. Um, we could do a three ball pairing if we want, or we could just do two baseball bets. Those are your guys' expertise. I don't know much about those. Say that again. We can either do a three ball group for the PGA Tour, the U.S. Open, 
for tomorrow, or we can do a couple baseball bets, Diz. I like the three ball. Okay. Let's go to the three balls. Who's Lowry's group? Phil Mickelson and Louis Oisthuizen. What's uh what's his value again? Plus 110 for Shane Lowry. Yeah, I like it. Okay. And then I have possibly our other one here Diz. Um how do you feel about Bill Zalatoris in a group with Cam Young and Joaquin Neiman? Billy Z in that group is plus 165. I would lean. I would lean Z spot. All right. So let me just find our guy. Um, Shane Lowry here. He's down towards the bottom because he tees off late. All right, so to recap our group best bets, we have Golden State Warriors money line tomorrow versus the Celtics, and then Will Zalatoris to win his three-ball group and Shane Lowry to win his three-ball group. Good value on those group best bets, boys. All those at plus value. Absolutely. Look at us go. All right, that leaves us the Hail Mary parlay of the day, and it's already dead. So and it, uh, that happens when you have these uh, early afternoon baseball games, and especially a lot of them. Unfortunately, the Reds could not cover for me in the first five. They're actually tied right now, Diz, in the eighth inning with the Diamondbacks. Interesting. Which, eighth inning, you said? Yeah. Which, Diz? I, I believe. Shout, shout out to the pod father here. He mentioned that with a Reds win and a Cubs loss, I believe, or is it just a Reds win? Either way, the Reds are very close to overtaking the Cubs um, and not being in last place in the NL Central. So Reds are coming in hot, baby. Don't let them get hot. Hey, I still have that ticket for them to win the division at plus, like, 1,000 to 1. I don't even know the division standings at this point. I'm I'm not I'm not there yet. I don't even want to look. I'm just gonna let the Reds win sixty percent of their games and then catch me in August calculating how we can get there. <laughs> but to answer your question, Diz, so the Reds are half a back half a game back from the Cubs. Now both teams do play tonight, so you would need a We would we would overtake if we win. And well, I guess since lose. we both play, I guess since we both play, yeah. If we didn't play, then we would just need one of them to happen. But. Correct. Who did the Cubs even play? I don't even know. The Padres. Okay. 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 But the Reds have got to okay. figure it out with the Diamondbacks here. They're, they're they're dancing with the devil right now. What does that mean? I don't know. They're they're just tied Dude. right now. They're not. They're okay, not I thought them. you meant there was like people on base or something. No. 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 Uh, they they are the away team, which is a, bad when you're in a close game like this. For sure. Especially with the overtime rules, too. Yeah. Extra inning rules. They went to extras last night. It was 0-0 zero to zero after nine innings last night. Saw that. So. Anyways, anything else, boys, you want to get off your chest before we uh, call it a day? Don't all jump at once. I mean, I was you, gonna... got, uh, you got some Indiana sports news. Okay, lay it on us. 
Tyree Willis retired today. I, I did see that. That is certainly interesting. And it said like due to like religious reasons, right? Or he's pursuing something religious wise. Uh, he is leaving to be a minister, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that hurts the Colts a little bit. Um, quite, quite a different career choice there though. If you're going from an NFL football player to a minister. Yeah. I mean, I respect it though. Oh yeah. I mean, good on him. And, um, and then do do we know when the NBA draft is? It's like a week, isn't it? Uh, I think so. No way! It's this soon to the end of the year. Hold on. Let's see. The twenty third of this month. Yeah, so that's next Thursday. Yep. Yeah. So suck it, Diz. That's but my bad. The, the Pacers to... have the sixth pick, I think. And apparently in the latest mock drafts, they have us drafting some guy out of Arizona. I don't know if you've seen that, Tyler. Um, Benedict Mathurin. I like him. Good player. We might have to bring Miles on for some NBA draft talk. I know... Miles is big into that, so maybe we can get a Miles appearance sometime next week. I'd be down. Him and I can talk a little little hoops draft. That's right. And then I'll just be there ready to make bets to make money off of what your guys' knowledge. Uh, okay. I, I think we made money off the NFL draft, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, I think that's pretty profitable. Let's see if we can't do it again. Let's run it back. Diz, what were you going to say? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, we'll end it then. <laughs> what, what about one of our favorite Hoosiers coming back, Pat? TJD? Jordan Holes. Coming back in what sense? Is he being a coach? I use, he is IU's recruiting coordinator now. Ah. Interesting. Hey, I mean, I like... I like when teams bring back, like, the, you know, the guys that were basically legends for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like w- to see it. Was that the spot previously held by uh, Dane Fife? I, I thought he was a assistant coach. Again, I don't know. I don't, there's so many different positions, and they always just create new positions for people to come back yeah, and be on the like, team. Yeah, like, they just randomly made Thad Mata a position, like, when he came here. Yeah, yeah. So and he ditched us. Right. Then he is he the head coach at Butler or is he the? Uh, I think so. He's something at Butler. Yeah, I think he's the coach at Butler again. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, something so like that. Shout out Thad Mata, I guess. But really, shout yeah, out Jordan maybe. Holes. Welcome back to Indiana. We we missed you. Coming back from overseas. Yeah. Welcome home. If if yes, they sir. they would have to introduce him at like midnight madness, right? And then the place would just erupt. Maybe if I mean those college kids probably don't even know who he is at this point. Fair, yeah, very fair. That's, that's a while ago. You're not wrong. 
Alrighty. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com, type in Sports Betting by Dummies in the YouTube search. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. But uh, we hope you have a good, profitable back half of your week. And we will see you all on Friday.